Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. It is the moment we've been all waiting for. We've been praying into this day. We've been trusting God for this day to come. And we've been trusting him that when he comes, he will bless us today. And this day we are so grateful unto our God, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Alpha and Omega, the one who is able to bring us into our broad place. Hallelujah. The one who is able to bring us into our broad place. Oh, we thank God for his faithfulness. And women of Bread of Life Ministry, we are so blessed. Hallelujah. We are so privileged. Hallelujah. We are so honored in this house this morning. We have Lady Agnesa Sando with us. She's a woman full of grace. A woman that has got a gentle spirit. A woman that the Lord is using, oh Lord, in quietness to bless us. And I want us with a standing ovation. Oh, just stand up on your feet. Give the Lord a shout and a clap of praise. And begin to bless the Lord. Oh, as she mounts the pulpit, woman of God, we salute you, we bless you. We thank God for your life. Hallelujah. We bless God for your life. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. Give the Lord a clap of praise. We honor you, woman of God. Hallelujah. bless you And the earth 
was ready up. <coughs> Hallelujah. He was ready up. What do you want to say to that God? Hallelujah. Father, let your word be still. Let your word resound in their ears, O oh God. Let them begin to and imagine you standing by their bed and waking them up and saying, I have already set the day for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have already set the day for you. Why? I want you to come. Father, we thank you for your presence. A praise song. And I want you to come out of your seat. Forget about what is happening. Just remember, if God woke you up. Hallelujah. If God woke you up, then surely he must have something for you today.
We declare your awesomeness, your sovereignty, O God, your rule and your government over this meeting, O God. We thank you.
special, O God, to declare your will. We humble ourselves before you today. Thank you that your spirit is here to minister. To paint us at our point of need. We honor you. Thank you for your servants. Thank you for the life of Pastor Marky. Thank you for the life of Pastor Gift. We lift them up. We bless your name for their lives, oh God. We thank you, Jehovah my God. We come to add upon the work that you're doing over here, oh God. To affirm your mind, to affirm your season. Father, to speak Jehovah my God in agreement to that which you have spoken to the heart of your handmaiden and to your man's servant, O oh God. May every ear hear Jehovah my God. May the words that I speak, O oh God, be a confirmation. Let it resound in the heart and in the minds of everyone here, O oh God. We come not to speak something new. But we come, Jehovah my God, to affirm that which you have already spoken to this house. We bless you. also into a large place. He delivered me because he delighted in me. Bible says that Psalm 33, 11, <coughs> the counsel of the Lord stands forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Everything that God says, he just doesn't speak. Hallelujah. His words are so timely. When he says this, trust me, it will come to pass yes. if we faint not. He said his counsel stands forever. And the bit that really blesses me, he said the thoughts of his heart is to all generations. So God intention, not only for believers. Sometimes we think that it is only believers. No, it is his heart. The thoughts of his heart, the things that goes on in his heart is for all generations. When you come into Christ, then you see the fullness. When you come into Christ, then you see the manifestation. But as long as you are on the other side, it is the thoughts of his heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
to all generations. What God has said, and he brought us forth to a broad place, is his counsel. Hallelujah. Amen. And the word says, it stands forever. forever. The Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say this to them. Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are talking about God delivering you and I. Hallelujah. He, he has delighted in us. He has set us free. Hallelujah. Now he will deliver. What does it mean to be delivered? Hallelujah. What does it mean to be delivered? When we talk about deliverance, it means God taking you from one place and setting you in another place. Taking you from the place of discomfort to a place of comfort. Taking you from a place of hopelessness to a place of hope. Taking you from a place of fear to a place where you can walk in faith. That is deliverance. Hallelujah. And Jesus said, today, this scripture, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Hallelujah. And he said, as long as you have heard this scripture, as long as this scripture, you have heard it, it is the beginning of your deliverance. Because the word that Jesus, you know, when you look at it this way, Jesus stood up. The word stood up. And Bible said, and the spirit of the Lord came upon the word. So what God said, what Jesus said was potent. It wasn't just word. He was the word and the spirit of God came upon the word. When he spoke, it was potent. It was something that was active. Hallelujah. It wasn't something that was stagnant. Our words are stagnant until the Spirit of God empowers that word. Then it becomes what? Active. Hallelujah. It's like when you say, I run and I'm running. Hallelujah. When we speak the word, it's like, I run. You are in one place. But when the Spirit of God comes upon that word, then it ceases to be, I run, to be, I'm running. Present continuous. So when Jesus spoke, it wasn't something that was meant for when he spoke it. It wasn't something that was meant for when he spoke it. Because the spirit of the Lord empowered that word. It is a present continuous thing. And as long as your ears will hear that scripture, it's got to do something in your life. But you know how believers are. We have always looked at the scripture. And we have looked at it as, oh, God should anoint me so I can speak to the unsaved. 
accepted the, the acceptance here. That is all we know. When we are going out for event, that scripture has never been applied to any of us except those who want to win for Christ. Amen. Am I in agreement? You're in agreement? But today I want you to look at that scripture in the light of your deliverance. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the light of what? Your deliverance. Amen. Because you see, you can take the scripture and speak it prophetically. Speak it with the mind that it is active. It is present what continues. And say to yourself, Amen. this is the word of God. And I believe the spirit of God is upon me. So I'm going to utter the word and the spirit that makes the difference. Because the Bible says the letter killeth, but the spirit of God brings life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I can stick this word wherever I am. I can be in wherever. And say the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And as I utter these words, I speak to my soul, I speak to my mind, I speak to my emotions, that the word of the Lord said, he came, the word came to set me free. Hallelujah. The word came to set, and as long as you know, the word is present continuously. When someone comes to you and they speak to you, let me use my dearly beloved. If I come to you and I say, oh, do you know that Pastor Marky has inherited some serious money? What is it that I'm doing to her? First of all, the way that I spoke changes her mindset. That's the first thing. She hasn't seen it. Pastor Marky hasn't told her anything, but the fact that I have injected a statement immediately changes her whole mindset. In the same way that you go to someone and say, do you know that your sister did this and that? Gossip. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They haven't heard it. They haven't seen it. They haven't even spoken to that sister in a long time. But as soon as you inject those words, immediately the first thing that you do is to change the mindset of that individual. And Jesus said, that word that I spoke, the word that I spoke, is fulfilled in where? <coughs> so that word is supposed to change your mindset. It's supposed to what? Change your mindset. And you see, for most believers, the thing that holds us captive, the things that puts us in chains, Our mindset. Our mindset is so accustomed 
it is for me or for you to hear gossip and immediately jump to conclusion. Yes. Oh, is that no wonder, no wonder I saw this sister. You know this pastor somewhere, you know, you know that place, there was no light. I saw her standing there. She was with some guy. I didn't really see the guy's face. I just saw his form. I'm sure it is that guy. And then immediately, your whole mindset is a different tangent. You see the girl, you see the guy, and you're thinking, my God, and you say, you come to church. <laughs> Hallelujah. But remember, God has delighted in all of us. Transform. 
transformed that they will renew with your mind. Hallelujah. So if God is bringing us to a broad place, number one, he has already delighted in you. Number two, God has delivered us because his word is present continuous. Hallelujah. We just haven't applied it. We just haven't applied it. Can I do this? Oh. Yes, I can. Hallelujah. Can I do this? Yes, I can. You know, there's something that I always say. Probably today I can't handle what I'm going through. Probably today it's just been a very tearful day for me. You can't pray, you can't do. What I always say to myself is that tomorrow will be better. And I believe it. I always say to myself, I may not handle it today, but I'm looking forward to tomorrow. And I pray that when you get to one of those moments in your life, Say to yourself, tomorrow will be better. And look forward to tomorrow. Don't wallow in that. Don't wallow in what you're going through. Say to yourself, tomorrow will be better. And that alone is your deliverance. So you're looking forward to something better. Hallelujah. And we need to be delivered. Hallelujah. We need to be delivered. This is what Jesus said. We need to be delivered. We need to be convinced about what he has said. Our responsibility is to determine for yourself, not through pastor. Hallelujah. Determine for yourself. The weight and the credibility of the one who said, I will deliver you. Yes. Against the weight and the credibility of the one who has kept you in bondage. Wait. If you put the word on one scale, one side, and you put what the enemy has done on another side, you wait in your spirit. I mean, listen. Pastor can say it. With great conviction, you turn around and you see the enemy waiting for you at the door. What do you do? You don't run to uh, pastor and say, "Oh, can you say it again into my hearing?" The same unction that you use. No, no, no. You should be able to determine whose credibility. Who are you going to believe? Whose report? Whose report? Are you going to still believe that, oh, as for me, my family and my family's family and everybody in my, in my home is this and that and the other. As for me, I don't even think that this, I mean, this, you know what I'm talking about. Bishop, a, a pastor doesn't even understand. It comes all the way from my great grand, I, I, my, you know, and I was told that my great grandmother did this and my mom, and, and, you, be, and you hold that against what. Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. As I declare it, it will come to pass. 
in the bank. You didn't hear me. It doesn't have to come in the bank. Just in a still small voice. Because I have weighed the credibility of both the one who puts me in captive and the one who has said he would deliver me. I've put it on on the scale and I've weighed it for myself. And I've realized that God's word is more We call for deliverance and you see the number of people. I'm not saying that the unction upon pastor is not great enough. When the woman with the issue of blood met Jesus, when she met the word, Hallelujah. When she met the word, what did she say to herself? Just did not know she had an issue? No. The word didn't know. But she said to herself, if only, if only I can have an encounter with the word. Hallelujah. So what did she do? Look at the number of people. The throne that were holding on to Jesus. And this woman crawled and just touched the earth. And she received her Then Jesus said, Who touched me? Who took a bit of the word? Hallelujah. Who took a bit? Of the word. What word are you taking home today? Who took a bit of the word? And Jesus said, Ah, but there's so he said, No, 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 no. I know somebody took a word. The active word. Those around him were just concentrating on the word without the spirit. But she said, if only I can touch. What am I saying? Don't wait for somebody to bring deliverance to you. We are, too, we are tired of Christians running all over the place. And then you get so confused about the credibility of your God oh, yes. and His Word. Oh, Hallelujah. And you're running. Jesus. And you're running. Jesus. And you're running. Oh, and half of the time, let me tell you, if you're running all over, the words that you're expecting the man of God to speak, I'm not condemning any man of God, but I'm talking about the potency of His Word mm-hmm. has no spirit. Because if the word comes into contact with the spirit, there's got to be a deliverance. And there was void in the beginning. And the spirit of the Lord moved. Then God spoke. The word and the spirit brought life. So look for the word. The spirit is in you. Hallelujah. Your deliverance. Look for the appropriate word. 
Because without that deliverance, chances are you will not go to the poor place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Finally, God is interested in our total deliverance, spirit, soul, and body. Hallelujah. And he has already made provision for every, everything that we go through. God has already made provision. He said, be, be, Beloved, I wish above all that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul. He dealt with the spirit, soul, and body. He said, I, that is my greatest wish. That is my greatest wish, that you prosper. Be in health, even as your soul prospers. That is his wish. Then finally, God brought me to a broad place. Hallelujah. Amen. This is what the, the prophet Isaiah said in 49, 24. He said, can the prey be taken from the mighty? Or the captive from the tyrant be rescued? For thus says the Lord. This was God speaking through prophet Isaiah. He said, for thus says the Lord, even the captive of the mighty shall be taken away. What are you going through that you think God cannot deliver you from? What is it? What are we going through? If your deliverance is not today,
will contend with those who contend with you. God said he will bring us to that broad place. But you see, when God has delivered you from your mind, then the battle begins. Hallelujah. Strife, contention, persecution, opposition, travail, precedes every breakthrough. Hallelujah. Contention, opposition, travail. Sometimes, you see, believers, we think that uh, once I pray, God must answer. Hallelujah. There are times when God brings a breakthrough in our life and we have no idea yes. that God was fighting around. It just happens with your, your no involvement of you. Yes. Not even a prayer. Hallelujah. And God just does it. Yes. There are other breakthroughs that you have to go down on your knees and pray. Then you see, when your prayer coincides with God's timing, then you see, when what your prayer coincides with God's timing, that is why it is also possible for your timing to be now when you haven't prayed and God will act on your behalf. And there are times that God will also expect your prayer to be continuous until it comes into alignment with God's timing. It's called the Kairos moment. And there are times when there is travail. There are times when there is opposition. There are times when there is in the valley. 
when he settled in the valley, he decided to do something. Genesis 26, 16. So I've just given you a brief background of what we're going to talk about. We're talking about what? The broad place. You can only access the broad place when you have what? You have changed your mindset. Hallelujah. Abimelech's 20, 20, Genesis 26, 16. And Abimelech said to Isaac, Go from us, for thou art much mightier than we. So Isaac departed there and, and camped in the valley of Gerah and settled there. And Isaac dug again. Please note these words. Isaac dug again the wells of water that had been dug in the days of Abraham, his father which the Philistines had stopped after the death of Abraham. And he gave them the names that his father had given them. So here it is. Abraham had been, had walked the same path that Isaac was walking now. Abraham had dug wells in the valley of Gerah and the Philistines had filled, you can you imagine why would anybody fill a well that gives water, that gives life? <laughs> but that was their challenge. That was what they had to contend with. So Abraham had dug the wells. When he died, they it. it was their land. The Philistines filled the wells with earth to their own head. And Isaac said, when he, he, when he settled in that valley, he said to himself, the wells that my father dug, I'm going to redig the wells again. Now, the meaning of Gera is a lodging place. So, Isaac comes to a lodging place. Now, when you think of a lodging place, it's, a, it's, it's like a, a temporal, a temporary place. You just come in and then lodge. But he settled he, he, he settled there. Hallelujah. And Bible says that but Isaac decided to dig those wells that his father had dug again. But when Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found there a well of spring water, the headsman of Gera quarreled with Isaac's headsmen saying, this, the water is ours. So he called the name of the world Essek. Hallelujah. Now, let's go back. Bible says that Isaac gave them the names that his father had already given them. So for each well that Isaac dug, he didn't give it another name. He gave it the same name that his father had given. Very interesting. Hallelujah. Very, you would have thought that he would have given it a different name. But he gave it the same. So the first well that Isaac and his father, Abraham died, and then Isaac died again, was called what? Essek. What is the meaning of Essek? Essek means dispute. It means contention. 
So here we find Abraham had wrestled with the Philistines, dug the well, and called it Essek. Then his son comes along this way after so many years, takes the same well again, and then calls it the same Essek. Which tells you that probably when Abraham dug the well, he faced what? Contention. Because he couldn't have given it the same name, which means contention. So here we find Isaac digging the same well, calling it dispute and contention. Then the Bible says that they dug another well. Hallelujah. He said, he left those, he told his headsmen, leave that. He went ahead because the Philistines said the, the, the well was theirs. He went on, dug another well, called it Sitna. Hallelujah. And even with that one, the Bible says that he called, and he, the Philistines still quarreled with him regarding the second well. And the meaning of the second well, Sitna, meaning strife hatred and opposition. And that is the same name that his father gave to the second one. What am I saying? Sometimes when you're going on, walking along to your broad peace, you will find people who will oppose you. You will find things that will bring contention, opposition. You know it. And he would pray and break the pots. Uh -huh. 
to stifle God's work in the main church. And God kept elevating the pastor. God kept elevating the pastor. What am I saying? When you know that God has set you on course to a broad place. Forget about that system. Hallelujah. They gossiped. So what? Yes, so what? They step on your toe. So what? Hallelujah. What did they do? As long as they could not take the word of God from your mouth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As long as they may have caused a few tears. But as long as they could not take God's word from your mouth, even. Because you're going to the Lord. Amen. Abraham looked at the well. He said, Leave it. Isaac, leave it. Contention, opposition, just leave it. Let's take another well. Sitna. Oppression, contention, forget it. Amen. Because Abraham and Isaac had They didn't want to meddle with some useless fight. They would have won. Do you know that they would have won? Oh, yes. Because God was on their side. Yes, yes. Amen. So I come to encourage you. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm not talking to this person. Oh, I'm not talking to that person. Oh, I mean, God did it. I mean, I'm not. Ah, look at what she wore. I mean, I don't even want to sit next to her. Is she really? Then, but, uh, what do you call it? Then, Pastor will call her. Hey, sister, come forward. God said, you're thinking, oh, I mean, this one, I'm sure Pastor just wants to say something to just Please, please, stop it.
to, to, I don't have it. I only have 24 hours. And to let you take part of my 24 hours. Oh no. Oh no, nobody has that privilege of engaging, I mean interfering in my talk with God. Lord, just look at what I strike here. Do this. Do that. Do that. Just let him know. It's a waste of time. Am I speaking to somebody? It's a complete waste of time. Hallelujah. Complete waste of time. Don't let your life to destroy uh, to scatter your family 
When I sat down here, my heart was heavy. Hallelujah. And I was asking God, there's got to be something. I don't know what the church has been through. Hallelujah. But the Lord said to tell you, I can save with a few. And I can save with many. It is God's choice. He can save with a few. He can save with many. Change your mindset. Change your mindset. He's bringing you to a broad place. You hear all kinds of things. Make up your mind. I'm not going to be a part of it. Hallelujah. Whatever is going on, that doesn't glorify God. You can't find it in God's word. It doesn't add anything to you. Tell yourself, no more contention, no more strife, no more opposition. My eyes are fixed, fixed, fixed. I'm going to a broad place. Hallelujah. You are here, plagued with guilt. Plagued with guilt. You just can't shake it off. That is one set of people. You haven't given your life to Christ. Just all of this being at liberty writes on the fact that God is your Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Lord is my shepherd. Just begin to worship the Lord. Thank you for his words.
setting. If they were weary, God picked them up. If they felt like giving up, God gave them new strength to take the second well. God undergird them. God's word kept them alive until they came to Rehoboth, an open space. Hallelujah. You know where you are. You know the battles. You know the cycle. You know how you have come so close to giving up. I want you to come.